Welcome to Down in the Den. I'm your host, Mars, hashtag D-I-T-D. Don't forget to click subscribe, and I can't wait to talk to you guys about uh, WandaVision. Oh, wow. The MCU Phase 4 has started with a bang. So excited for this show. It feels like we have collectively been waiting forever, even though it's only been about a year since we've had any MCU content it just feels like forever, especially when we were so looking forward to the slate to start last year. But I do think having that break and giving us some time to just really digest what went on in the prior phase one through three has just really allowed us to really be ready for WandaVision, and it did not disappoint. Everything from the prior reviews from the reviewers who had access to the first three episodes uh, had me really stoked. And I'm not the hugest Wanda, Maximoff, Scarlet Witch fan, nor Vision. I feel in the MCU, they were more of afterthoughts. I feel their little section in Affinity War was my least favorite part of an almost perfect movie. But at this point, I was so starved for MCU content. I was really excited to give the show a chance. And I'm so, so happy I did. There were a lot of Easter eggs thrown in. There was a lot of rewards for those that have been following the MCU from the beginning, such as myself since 2008 with Iron Man. And I've seen every MCU movie multiple times. I've seen... All of the content from the Netflix shows, I've seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I've seen the Peggy Carter series, I've even watched Hellstrom that really doesn't have a connection, but uh, I've digested everything there is to MCU, including the small shorts. So I was really excited, and the first episode starts to me um, it looks very, I love Lucy, although they said the comparison's more to the Dick Van Dyke show. Not too familiar with Dick Van Dyke, but I did grow up in the 80s, so I am familiar with the sitcom trope. And I've seen a lot of the old shows, like I love Lucy and and um, things of that nature, Brady Bunch, etc. I Dream of Jeannie. Uh, all of those shows I'm familiar with. So I'm familiar with the sitcom tropes. And I have to tell you, I was thoroughly impressed. The humor was on point for that time. The way that it was shot, the live studio audience, the 4-3 letterbox, the cinematography it was all very, very accurate to the time. And I love the little ads. Uh, the first ad uh, in episode one in Disney Plus released episode one and two. At the same time, that will not be a normal thing moving forward. Moving forward, it will be one episode per week. But I do believe since both of these episodes are black and white, they wanted to knock them out at one time in order to get to the time jump and also get to the color. Because unfortunately, we live in a society where people aren't patient. And a lot of people, I have heard some reviews say, that it was boring. I didn't feel it boring at all, but I can certainly see if you're not patient and not familiar with the comments or where this is potentially headed, where you can be confused because there's just a cold open. Cold open with the very I Love Lucy Dick Van Dyke entrance. You see them moving to Westview. They get married. 
She kind of uses her chaos magic to buy a house and it just starts cold. If you recall, the last time we saw Vision, he was crumpled up in a gray mass at the feet of Thanos. And the last time that we saw Wanda, she was at Tony Stark's funeral. So how he got there, that's the mystery. I have some theories on that, and we'll probably get into that as the show develops more into some of my theories of what's going on and how they got there. And they just start. But you can see there's definitely some awkwardness. Uh, number one, how did Vision come back? We know he's a robot, but we do know the Mind Stone has been destroyed in that timeline. So there's a lot of questions on how Vision was even resurrected. I don't know if he's a figment of her imagination or if she's just really made some type of deal with the devil, um, which we see a lot of hints towards that potentially. Uh, Agnes... Uh, I'm very certain that character is Agatha Harkness from the comic books who has been an enemy and an ally of Wanda Maximoff in the, in the comic books. So I'm fairly sure that's her. Uh, there's some Easter eggs. You'll see a brooch that if you're familiar with the comic book version of the character, you'll see a brooch that she's worn in both episodes. Uh, also, there's definitely a lot of House of M influences in this series. If you've ever read House of M, it's a series where Wanda uses her chaos magic and reality warping abilities to pretty much create a world where everyone got where they want. Now, of course, they can't do a direct uh, translation from the comic book. There's so many characters that haven't even been introduced, so many backstories. The whole aspect of mutants and her lineage really hasn't been introduced. The fact that in the main MCU timeline, Quicksilver is deceased. There's a lot of things that they couldn't do, but this is a very unique adaption, and I'm fairly certain they're going to go with something where growing up in Sokovia, Wanda and Pietro binged on a lot of American sitcoms, even though they're too young to have remembered them when they came out. As we know, in a lot of countries, they get a lot of American culture late. Uh, I know in some countries, Lionel Richie is still the number one American singer, and he hasn't had a hit since I was probably 10 years old but that's how it is in some places so I, I think that's going to be why she chose to make her idyllic life with vision uh American sitcom I'm I'm certain they're going to go there and as I mentioned Easter eggs with the Stark toaster oven if you notice the beeping that goes back to the MCU established bat story where they sat for days waiting for the Stark bomb to go off, and it never did, her and her brother Pietro. So all of the commercials seem to be some type of trauma that she's had in her life, and they've manifested into this warped reality. Now the question is, and there's some indication that she's not 100% control of this, um, there was a breakthrough where she, in episode two, is cleaning up after a meeting for a event to raise money for their children and you can hear which sounds to me agent Wu, who we know will be in the show if you're not familiar with him he was an fbi agent in ant-man and the wasp and um you can hear him saying who's doing this to you wanda who's doing this to you and then it kind of bleeps out and they go back into this forced sitcom i think the people are being forced to live their tropes 
And then when there's moment of clarity, that's when the reality warps around them. So that's what I'm noticing. But I definitely believe Wanda has a lot more control than initially they would lead you to believe. In fact, I believe this is mostly Wanda's doing with the help of maybe Agatha, who I believe is Agatha Agnes, who I believe is Agatha Hartness, and Mephisto. Mephisto is Marvel Comics version of the devil. He's not Lucifer from the Bible, from the Judeo-Christian Bible, but he does work almost as Marvel's version. He's often mistaken for the devil, even though he's more of a very, very powerful demon. He has masqueraded as the devil in, in Marvel Comics. So I think you'll you'll notice there's some Easter eggs. Agnes, and especially in episode two, mentioned the devil being in the details, and that's not the only place he is. I, I think it's all going to connect with Loki. I think uh, from the trailers, we saw some imagery there, and, and I believe Evan Peters will be revealed. I don't know if it's going to be the beekeeper or someone else, but I believe Evan Peters will be reviewed, revealed as Mephisto. So very interesting. The uh, first episode was more of a Dick Van Dyke, I Love Lucy. Second episode, also in black and white, more of a classic I Dream a Genie trope. Both episodes, very entertaining. The acting is amazing. Uh, they're actually funny, but the level of darkness that's underneath is right at the surface. And I'm really, really excited to see how everything blows up and turns out. Uh, I think out of the 23 plus movies and multiple series uh, and shows, only a few have disappointed me in the MCU uh, Captain Marvel uh, was a disappointment, in my opinion, and Thor: The Dark World. So that, that's a pretty high ratio of success. And even they, even the worst Marvel movies, weren't as bad as some of the best DCEU movies. So I mean, they, they've really just been striking gold. Kevin Feige is a genius, and and uh, I'm looking forward to episode three, which will debut uh, this coming Friday. So uh, overall, I'm going to give WandaVision five out of five stars. Very, very intriguing show uh, with room to grow. Excellent acting. I actually had a few deep laughs. I was very entertained and I'm very excited to see how it connects to the larger MCU and how this story is going to develop because we know that this is the beginning of essentially a trilogy of themes starting here. And then December, we'll have Spider-Man 3 or Spider-Man Far From Home 3. And then we know next year in 2022, it's all going to come to a head and it's all going to come to a crescendo with Doctor Strange and the multi, uh, madness, uh, multiverse of madness. So very excited to get the beginning of this. And this is going to be a very, very great year for MCU fans where we're going to have some mcu content between all of the movies and all the disney plus shows that are either wrapped in production and in post-production or being completed we're pretty much going to have some new mcu content every week this year and i'm here for it so uh once again five out of five for the first two episodes of uh wandavision i've seen some reviews put it in the sevens and eights but overall uh the Rotten Tomatoes are extremely high. I think sitting at about 97% right now. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what's to come. 
So as always, thank you for listening. This has been our review of WandaVision. We'll be here every week uh, reviewing the episodes. Hopefully we'll be able to get them the day of the episode. We had a very busy weekend this week. But uh, as always, thank you so much for listening to Down in the Den. I'm your host, Mars. Please click subscribe. And we'll be back with more MCU and other content. Deuces.